Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perek Mem Gimel, Pasuk Aleph, Vayihi Techalos Yirmiyahu L'Daber El Kol Ha'am. So yesterday we ended in somewhat of a cliffhanger in that B'nai Yisrael, or the remnants of B'nai Yisrael in Judea, the little group that had not gone to Bavel in exile because Nebuchadnezzar didn't even want them. They are such a low strata, such a little threat to Bavel that Bavel gave them vineyards and land so they could sustain themselves. He even gave them self-rule, we saw with Gedaliah. Now Gedaliah had been assassinated. These people are terrified, and for very good reason. They're terrified because Nebuchadnezzar is not going to take this, you know, lying down. They've rebelled against him. The vengeance will be swift and preemptive. And so strangely, they come as an entire group to Yirmiyahu of all people, the same Yirmiyahu that for 40 years they have scorned all his prophecies that this was going to happen, that they have tried to assassinate him, they have tried to imprison him, they have tried to abuse him. Now they're coming to him, and yesterday we saw they said, look, we will do whatever you and our God says to do, whether we agree with it or not. We will follow in the complete word of Hashem. Yermio comes back and tells them as follows, you stay here, it will be wonderful. The exile for all intents and purposes could end. Nebuchadnezzar will not be a threat, do not worry. You will build the land back again to its glory as before. If you fail to do that, you decide you want to go through with your plan, which is to go to Egypt to seek sanctuary in Egypt, you're all going to die there. Nebuchadnezzar is going to go there. He is going to completely destroy the place. None of you will survive. You will never see the land again. Which is it? And that's where we ended. So we resume today. After he has finished telling him all this to the response of the Kodesh Baruch, which they have sent him to, Hashem Elohechem Elohechem, your God, is kol adorim ha'ela. I transmitted all these things. And he tells them, he gives them their two choices. It is complete national redemption or death, and you will never see the land again. Azariah was that other person there, but he had changed his name from... Um, um, it was a different name yesterday, and the Yisraelites just shows his arrogance that he's changed it to Azariah, that God will help us. Um, and he is now a co-leader with uh, Yishmael ben Netanya. And by Yomar Azariah ben Hoshia, but now he's the Yochanan ben Koreah, the Cholo Anoshim Hazedim, and all these wicked men. They said, we turn on him. You're a liar. All this is liar. Hashem has never sent you here to tell us, do not go to Egypt. Do not dwell there. 
In other words, <coughs> yesterday we saw anything you say, we will follow it 100%. Today, you're lying. We had the question yesterday after we finished, why did they ask? I'm glad you brought that question again. The Mephoshim raised the same question, so does Yumi Yahu. He says, if you weren't going to listen to it, if your mind was made up before, if you were going to ignore the advice and go to Egypt, why did you bother asking me? Why didn't you do it so you could argue Bishogay? They did it Bishogay in error, they're not to be held out responsible. Here, you're amazing. You're amazing. You asked the law, I gave you the law, and now you get, why didn't you do it? And the Mephoshim said they had their mind made up. Nothing was going to really deter them. It could have been in the spirit, the, the trauma of Gedalia, coupled with it, it was Yom Kippur, the day that Yom comes to them with the uh, recommendation. Whatever it is, they are going back. So, also, Sheker, you know, this is a total lie. Ki Baruch ben Neri, of all people, they land on Baruch ben Neri of Mesis Oschabanu. He has sort of seduced you or he made you make this Nevoah. We know Baruch ben Neri is Yermio's disciple. He's going to be a Navi someday, but not now. Right now, he's a Navi wannabe. And so the reason they're accusing him is because he knows he can never be a Navi if the Kaddish Parahu isn't there in Eretz Yisrael giving him the Nevoah. If they leave to Egypt, they can't do a Nevoah in a foreign land, which is totally in error, as we're going to see. So they mistakenly think, yes, Baruch Benerio is convincing you not to let us go. Also, Lamanteso, son of Yad HaKazdin, he really wants to hand us into the hands of the Babylonians. He's a Babylonian sympathizer. Lohamiso, son of son Bavel, to cause us to die and to exile us to Bavel. And it's so interesting because in the Mephoshim show, we saw Nebuchadnezzar said to Yermiel, whatever you want, you want to come to Bavel, you will live a life of total privilege and luxury in the palace. You want to go back, you can go back. And he chooses to go back with his people. And this is the recompense he's getting. Yochanan doesn't listen to what Yermio says. And the officers, they do not listen to the word of the Kodesh Baruch Hu, to stay where you are in the land of Judea. Now, they all take as Yehuda. They gather together the remnant, which we see is a remnant of a remnant of Yehuda. They were augmented now by those who returned in the first flush of joy of Gedalia being named as the military governor. They came back. They came back from wherever they were. We saw Edom, Ammon, Moab <coughs> hiding in the caves. They came back to be part of this renaissance of Judea. 
as Hagvarim, they took the men, as Hanashim, as Hataf, the children, as Benos Hamelech, we know that Tzidkiah's daughters, we were told, were left behind. Everyone that Nebuzardan did not take as Gedalia ben Achikam, and when he appointed Gedalia ben Achikam ben Shafan, as Yirmiyahu Hanavi, as Baruch ben Neria. And they take with them, we don't know, is it by force? Yirmiyahu Hanavi and Baruch Benaria, or is it willingly Yirmiyahu goes into exile with them into Egypt? Vayavo Eretz Mitzrayim, Kilo Shamu B'Kol Hashem, Vayavo Al-Tach Benachais. They come to uh, Egypt, they wouldn't listen, and they come to Tach Benachais, which is a border city of Egypt but also a residence of the king. Now the Kaddish Baruch Hu appears to Yirmiyo and Tachbanes, giving the lie to the fact that Nevuah doesn't happen, and he tells him to do this maaseh, this action. Take these huge boulders, coat them with plaster, in the kiln, which is right there, in front of the palace of Paro, there is this brick kiln. Take it, take it in front of all the people. We know, the Ramban tells us very clearly that in order to detect a Novi Sheker, if a Novi Sheker tells you something bad will happen, the fact that it doesn't happen doesn't mean he's a Novi Sheker, because often there can be tshuva, often the decree of the Kaddish Baruch Hu can be reversed, uh, often it's delayed. If a Novi, you suspect the Sheker tells you something good will happen and it doesn't happen, you know he's a Navi Sheker, because when something is prophesied for good by the Kaddish Baruch Hu, it will happen. If there is something bad prophesied, as here, with a masa, with an action, and here the action is taking these boulders, coating them with brick, etc. When that occurs, you know if it doesn't occur, he's a Navi Sheker. Because a maaseh accompanied by a terrible nevuah will always happen. You can, it's a litmus test for it's a Novi Sheker. And here you've got a maaseh with a terrible, as we're going to see, prophecy. I will bring my servant. Nebuchadnezzar, we've examined this before, he's not Eved Hashem like in the sense of Moshe or David or Shmuel. Abdi is that he is performing my task. He is fulfilling something I have as an assignment for him. You, he will plant his throne on top of those stones that you have plastered. And he will cast his tent over there right in front of the palace of the Pharaoh. It is a total domination by Boel. I am going to send him into Egypt. 
He will destroy the land of Egypt. Those who will be consigned to die will die. Those to live in exile. Those destined to die by the sword. I will burn down the houses of Yerushalayim. They were talking about the houses of um, and Nebuchadnezzar will take all the treasure, the booty, the gold, the silver, the Yotzami, and he will wrap them up as a shepherd. Yate Haroes, big a shepherd, uses his cloak to wrap up his belongings. He's going to neatly wrap up everything that they have of value and go in peace from there. The Sheber is Matsevos Beis Shemesh, and I will destroy the Matsevos of Beis Shemesh. This is not the Beis Shemesh we know in Israel. It's the Beis Shemesh that was constructed in Egypt, which means what it says to worship the sun god. Asher Be'eretz Mitzrayim, Vespotei Elokei Mitzrayim, Yisrok Be'esh, and the houses of the gods, as they say, I will burn in fire, which means as a warning, now that you're there, don't get into Avodah Zorah again, because that too will be destroyed. So we see they make a terrible choice, and it's inexplicable. These people saw every miracle. They saw everything. They came to Yumiyo themselves. They, they told him they will do whatever they do, and they disobey him. It is a tragic, tragic flaw in national character. One of the Mephorshim calls it that B'nai Choshkin, that we are a people of suspicion. We suspect anyone that tells us something to do something positive as what they did here in Yemrio. As I say, it's sad and tragic. It's even sadder and tragic, more tragic, because this parrot ends the Yemrio part of narrative. In other words, now they're going to be till the end of Sefer Yemrio, individual prophecies about individual nations like Edom, Mitzrayim, etc. We are going to learn nothing more biographically of Yemrio. So at this point, we do not know what happens to Yemrio. Does he die in Egypt? Does he go back to Israel, to Judea? Does he go back to Babel? Where does he die? We've never seen a matseva, a grave. Archaeologists have spent centuries trying to find something in Babel, maybe in Judea, maybe in Egypt. We have no record of Yumiyahu after this period. It's a tragic existence. Forty years he was the Navi, and it ends like this. His advice scorn, perhaps living in Egypt with his, you know, in captivity in Egypt as opposed to the luxury of Babel or living in Israel. It could be any of the three, by the way. There are Mephorshim that posit different theories, but there is absolutely nothing of proof. Uh, tomorrow we will see how this plays out in different Nebuos to different nations. Is Before record, I end, did you want to say yes? Is there a record? in Navi of Nebuchadnezzar conquering Egypt. He will. In the, <coughs> is there a record in the Navi? Where yes. are we going to read about that? Yes, very okay. soon. Hang in there, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. Nebuchadnezzar okay. comes to Egypt and conquers it. Adkan. <laughs>